In today's show, we're looking at the waiver wire players to add, players to drop, deep leagues, category leagues, points leagues, short-term guys, all that stuff. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. As I said in this mini show, we're looking at the waiver wire. Let's uh, not muck around. Let's get straight into it. We start off by looking at guys who I think are a little bit under-rostered for nine-category leagues. Now, these aren't you know, spectacularly hot ads or anything along those lines, um, but these are just guys who I think, or no, I think, I know are rostered in under 50% of competitive leagues, but probably can be top 150 value. A lot of times, using their roster spot for streaming is more valuable, but when it comes back to it and when you head, head towards the end of the season, if you just want to hang on to someone who has got that sort of value, then these are the sort of guys who are around. Justin Holiday, he's not for everybody. TJ Warren is out, but Holiday's ability to get steals, it was always pretty strong, and it remains strong. Maybe he gets one or two extra minutes, and that helps him more. Not a must-roster player by any means, but someone that you can look to to can have some sustained value over the course of the season. The same goes for the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams, but his is not steals, it's blocks. Getting the upside in minutes is tough with Thompson and Tice there. If one of them goes down at any point... Williams' value is going to skyrocket. I don't envisage that happen, but injuries can happen at any point. So Williams has some value there. Royce O'Neal, the least sexy player almost that you could consider for fantasy, but the minutes are absolutely consistent. He will occasionally have an offensive game, but normally he gets some steals, he gets some rebounds. He's got something there. And then we're looking at a couple of rookie wings. Denny Avdia, who is just, again, producing across the board in a low usage role. He's hitting some threes. He's getting some assists. He's getting some steals. He's worth a look, as is Isaac Okoro. Now, Okoro's been out. He's probably going to return this week. He's not going to do much on the offensive end, but he can pass a little bit. He can get some steals. Maybe he can knock down some threes. He should be able to have a solid field goal percentage, so he's another option for you there. In a points league... Um, I use a different metric in points. It's still under 50% roster, but not using the advanced metric, just using the overall Yahoo metric. Because again, most uh, most points leagues consist, not all, sorry, a, a, a section of points leagues consists of beginners. So that's why I tend to use those different metrics. Anyway, these guys are available in under 50 or in over 50% of leagues. Lord Alfred Payton. I don't know what's going to happen with Payton and the Knicks and Emmanuel quickly, but at the moment, he's playing well. You can't leave him on the wire. Tyrus Halliburton's out at the moment with a wrist problem, but he is a guy that I'd be adding in a points league just to see where this goes because he's been super impressive for the Kings. Isaac Okoro, I mentioned already, and then a couple of other names who have a bit of value in points leagues who could be available on your wire as long-term options. Rudy Gay and Josh the Hitman Hart. Again, not sexy, huge upside players, but guys you could fill in to be your 12th best player or maybe your 13th best player, and they are available in a lot of different spots. 
you want to look at deep leagues, Josh Okogie's barely rostered anywhere. He was a starter playing 30 minutes a night. His value mainly comes from steals, but that's still valuable in those deeper leagues. Rudy Gay, as I mentioned, is another option there. This is more for category league focus. Kelly Linux, a name I'm going to talk about a lot later. He is playing well at the moment. He's playing a lot of minutes. I would even consider him a 12-team stream option for now, but a must-add deep league player. Danny Green and then Derek Jones Jr. as well. Another couple of names who really excel in the defensive numbers. They don't light it up scoring-wise, and that's why they fall through the cracks a lot. It's because they don't average 15, 14 points per game. They might average eight points per game, but get you one and a half steals and one block per game. And that still has value in fantasy, and that's why they do get under-rostered. If you're looking at guys to drop, nine category leagues. You know who it is. I thought he'd play 22, 23 minutes a night. He's not literally not even playing. He played three minutes combined in the last two games. Now, again, they were both against Houston, so maybe that's a matchup thing. But the path for Whiteside getting 24 minutes just is not there, so move on. Rui Hachimura. People love this guy. I don't. I don't think he's a good fantasy player. I think he's quite limited. He is absolutely fine. If you show me your roster and Rui Hachimura is on it, I'll say, yeah, okay, maybe you could stream his spot. But... If he's on the waiver wire, I am definitely not saying, please go grab Rui. And that's why I've got him as a long-term drop guy. Not a guy that you just drop for the sake of it. But if a hot option is around, Kelly Linick might be that guy. If a Linick is there and I've got Rui Hachimura, I'd probably make that move for the short term. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything long-term if I don't have Hachimura. Lou Williams is a drop to me as well. He can provide scoring punch occasionally, but his minutes are down. His production is down. He's not even a top 200 player so far this season. And I can just do better by streaming that roster spot. The same with DeAndre Jordan's roster spot. He's barely getting 20 minutes a night. He can be a stream option for field goal percentage and rebounds, but he's not someone to hold on to. Jared Allen has the bulk of those minutes there, and I do not see that changing. And then the last guy who's been rostered in a lot of leagues, uh, Ennis Cantor. Someone accused me of being an Ennis Cantor hater. I'm definitely not an Ennis Cantor hater. I have continually said he is probably one of the best, if not the best, offensive rebounding big men in the game, and one of the best offensive big men in the game. He just has a limited offensive game, and he can't do anything defensively. This season, he is the 150th ranked player in 21 minutes, yet he's still rostered in 76% of advanced leagues. It's just too many for a guy whose value at the moment is probably the highest it's going to be. Not saying you can't have him as a short-term ad, and if your league wrongly includes double-doubles as a category, maybe he gives you a bonus there. But otherwise, you're, just, you're better off having that spot open for others to take the place. In points leagues, droppable players, Hassan Whiteside, get rid of him. Dunk Robinson, not a good points league player, struggling to begin the season. Now, he will shoot better, but he's not a good points league player in general. So you're better off with that roster spot. Brook Lopez is a controversial name. Now, I'm holding on to him in category leagues, but in points leagues with his minutes down, his value is concentrated in low volume stats, blocks and threes. And that doesn't translate across the points leagues very well. Not a must drop, much like when I talked about Rui Hachimura before, but in a points league, I'd consider him somewhat expendable. Same with Davis Bertans. You're seeing a uh, a thread here or a consistency with Robinson, Lopez, and Bertans with their value coming in low-volume categories and Robinson and Bertans coming in three-pointers, which in a default points league aren't even counted as a, as a category. That's dropping them off. Bertans is way out of shape. He's playing like 22 minutes a night. He's shooting not that well. Maybe he fires up later on, but I, I think I'm okay with that if he does because I don't think his upside's high enough to justify holding on in all points leagues. And DeAndre Jordan, as I mentioned before, not someone that we need to be uh, holding on to with dear life. Must roster players is a new segment I'm bringing to the waiver wire because people will ask me all the time. And just remember, again, I know I'm giving this disclaimer halfway through a show, but this is not exhaustive. 
This is not everybody that you need to drop. This is not everybody that you need to add. If I didn't mention someone, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily a must-hold because I can't go through 80 players a show. All right, I just can't. If you have specific questions, you can drop them in the comments. You can tweet them at me. I can't promise to get to everything because there are just too many of them, but this is not exhaustive. But these guys are guys who are rostered in under 85% of Yahoo leagues who I think are top 100 players, therefore should be rostered in every single league. Let's start with the big fella. Maximum Derek. Maximum Derek White is back. Yes, he is missing Sunday's game. Uh, I assume that's just a rest issue, um, but he's a must-roster player. Lamelo Ball. He's actually good, guys. I had him as the number one player in the draft for a reason. I obviously still believe that. He's kicking Devontae Graham's ass. He is a must-roster in every single league. Darius Garland. Surely everyone listening to this has him rostered, but if you don't, he's got to be. Larry Nance Jr., absolute must-roster player across all leagues with Kevin Love out. Maybe that changes. Maybe it doesn't. The wiki, Chris Boucher, another must-roster player. There'll be shit nights like against Philadelphia, but in general, they'll be pretty good. And He's outplaying Aaron Baines on the majority of nights for the Raptors. Some more must-rosters. And this stunned me. Why is Mike Conley rostered in under 85% of leagues? I don't know, but add him. Kyle Anderson, a must-roster player, killing it at the moment. And I think he probably remains starting over Justice Winslow when he returns. The big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, what the hell are we doing here? He's a must-roster top 100 player. Al Horford, seriously? Al Horford? Must-roster player. Keldon Johnson, he won't shoot as well as he currently is, but he is absolutely a must-roster player. Mason Plumley has to be rostered in all 12-team leagues. Evan Fournier, must-roster. Tyrese Halliburton, I think, is a must-roster. Now, he's less of a must-roster as these other 14, 15 guys that I've talked about, but he's a must-roster. Eric Bledsoe, must-roster player. Should not be on any waiver-wise. And Terry Rozier, again, he's probably more in the Halliburton range to me because I can see a path where he does drop off if they decide to go with Graham over Rozier in the Lamelo Ball issue. Um, but at the moment, you've got to have him on a roster. So there's 15 blokes who are rostered in under 85% of Yahoo leagues. A majority of you will say, yeah, my league, they're all rostered. No shit, because it means your league's doing well. But there are plenty of people who listen to this show, who watch this show, who will ask me this question. Josh, do I add Darius Garland? I'm not sure. Is it Garland or Johnson? These are all top 100 players, and they need to be rostered. Short-term ads. This is over the next week with some opportunities opening up. Justin Holiday, we've spoken about already. Alfred Payton's playing well at the moment. He's a nice short-term ad. Kelly Olenek, as I said, is getting your mid to high 20s in minutes and really producing that he can go cold in an instant. But for now, you add him. Mason Plumley must roster regardless, but in the short term, he's fine. Cam Reddish with Danilo Gallinari out. His value is spiking at the moment, so I like him as a short-term ad. I'm not sure where it goes long-term for Reddish, but for now, he's got some value in nine cat leagues. For points, uh, not points league, sorry. For looking at guys who are popular ads at the moment, those short-term ads are, are, are for both uh, both formats. All right, so we're looking at guys who have been really spiking in terms of their ad rates over the last year, couple of days. Doug McDermott, um, no need to roster him in a 12-team league. Just don't even bother with him. Jay Crowder, also, you know how, what he's like. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. He is not a must-roster 12-team player. Thad Young is also spiking with Larry Markinen out. I wouldn't consider him a 12-team must-add player. Bobby Portis, another guy whose value is really high at the moment, and he's getting a lot of garbage time minutes because Brooke Lopez, they're just minimizing Lopez, and Portis is the 101st-ranked player. Now, I don't trust this long-term, but I don't mind him as a short-term stream, especially when the Bucks play easy opponents. And uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Putting up some good numbers at the moment. The last couple of games have been really strong for Timmy. I think he's at least worth a flyer in a 12-team league at this point. 
And then hot players. These are guys who are ranked within in the top 100 who are rostered in under 50% of leagues at the moment. I'm just looking at whether they are worth uh, grabbing. Gary Trent Jr., well, he's dealing with a calf issue and he's coming off that. The reason he's that high is because he had that one game where he hit seven threes. He's not a must roster. Eric Gordon, I think with Harden out, you look to add him for now for sure and see where that goes. Gorgie Jeng, um, really interesting. Cutting into minutes from Jonas Valanciunas. I'm not sure that he's a 12-team ad. He's more of a 14-teamer. Bobby Portis we talked about already. And then Carmelo Anthony is only a streamer if you're looking for the points categories with some threes. That's it. Waiver Wire show done. Let me know what you think. Let me know of those guys. If you've got any questions down below, down below. I'll try to answer them. Others might get to it and offer their opinions as well. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.